Hello listeners, this is Mitch from Form Guide Breakdowns back to take you through another episode of the Preview Podcast. This weekend's podcasts, we're going through Saturday the 30th of September's Morfittville Parks meeting, so it's grand final day. We've got Group 1 racing Friday night at the Valley. It's going to be an absolute ripper weekend if you're a sports fan, and for those out there, there's an NRL grand final as well. So... We'll get into it as usual. We're going to do races 1 to 9 at the Parks track. Uh, summarise that with a quaddy, And then best bets at Morfittville. A few at the Valley. And then one or two at Mornington as well. So as we've been doing in the last few weeks podcasts, I'm going to glaze over the races quickly that I'm not super keen to be invested in. So the ones that we'll dive a little bit deeper into today are going to be the quaddy legs. So races 6 to 9. So looking at these conditions first, obviously on the inner parks track, the rail moves from the outer position back into the true. That's probably going to even it up a little bit, but to be fair, last weekend I thought the track played pretty well. Um, Currently this is being recorded Thursday night. The track's rated at a good four now, but there is a lot of sun Friday and it's expected to be pretty warm Saturday. So my expectation would be that this track probably starts at a good four Saturday, but you'll probably see an upgrade to a good three at some stage. So overall, look, I'm expecting it to play reasonably evenly. I doubt there'll be too many inner quick lanes or anything like that, but obviously it is the parks track, so keep an eye on for speed on the rails. Um, if we see the first few of these races leaning that way, we might have to adjust on the fly. So race one's our first race we'll have a quick look at. 1300 metre, no metro win, BM70. Uh, number two, Bugnish has been scratched out of this race. Bugnish will go to the valley, so this race becomes a little bit tougher. Uh, the on-top selection for me is the visitor, Lovey May. Uh, Jason Holder takes the ride for Shayid, and look, I just thought barrier two with a bit of extra speed, potentially she will land in the prime position, um, and we'll find out if it is a leader's track, it's going to put her in a good spot. Um, and my next pick was number six, Fancifier. Thought he was pretty good on debut, and he hasn't been far away in his last couple of runs. He probably looks up to this grade. Uh, and then third pick, look, it's probably going to be a horse like Carbone, who's been around the mark recently, placed in his last two. Race two now, this is the 1,300-metre maiden. Look, this is probably the best chance I think Episodic's probably going to get, number nine. Um, he's been close. He's finished second in both runs here in South Australia. Up to the 1,300 metre probably suits it. Her, sorry, I should be saying, not him. Um, she's been a little bit unlucky in her two runs. I think today's her best chance. She was finishing off really strongly last time, so up to the 1,300 metres. In saying that, the main danger to her is number eight, Utilitarian, who was finishing off just as well in that race, so it's probably a race between those two. Uh, and then number two, Chief Militaire at Big Odds is rounding out my picks in this one. He probably pushes forwards and makes his own luck out in front and might just steal it if the track's suiting him. Race 3, 1,000 metre class 2. Pretty open sort of race. There's a good few chances. I'm giving number 4 Nostraya another go. Backs up after a race last weekend. Just sort of got caught hanging out dry, wider. This is probably an easier race. Second twice in a row prior to that. In tougher races, I think this is his best chance to sort of get a win on the board. But he is going to be caught out wide again. That's a risk you're taking. 
if you don't want to play that risk and you want to take a horse that's going to be closer to the speed, I actually don't mind number one, Chosen Venture, either. thought Chosen Venture, coming down from Swan Hill, has been going well, got a good record over this distance, never missed the placings, might go pretty close. Just the big weight's the question mark for him. And then rounding out the picks, number five, King Moa. Resumes, was a winner first up last prep. Competed in some stronger races at the back end of his prep. Might go closer as well. Race four now, we've got a 1550 metre BM66. I'm not surprised to see number two surprise coming come up at a pretty short price after he ran second behind Griff at Flemington last start. That might prove to be a pretty good form reference. Um, And Griff particularly is going around Friday night at the Valley, so you might find out where exactly that form reference lies. But I don't really want to play a surprise coming at that $1.95 range right now. I just think from barrier one off that really big run at Flemington, there's a couple little risks there for me at that price. So I thought you could have an each-way play if you wanted to on number one, Air Assault. So Air Assault is a group-level winner uh, up into a trip that's going to suit her, him now third up. Been running okay over the 1,200 metres, but yeah, up in distance, I think he'll give it a better shake. And potentially, with the lack of speed in this race, he'll find himself in a pretty strong position. And then to close out for this race, we've got number five, Think Tank, who... I think is going to be a pretty talented horse. You can see he does a little bit wrong. He's only had two career runs, but he won his second one. I think he's a horse that's going to appreciate getting further out in trips. So he'll probably like this, but he might get shuffled back from barrier two as well. But he's probably a horse to follow for me going forwards out to these sort of staying trips. Moving quickly to race five. This is a tough little race, I thought. Uh, Number five, Imbibe on top for me. First up over the 1550 metres, just a little bit of a question mark, but he's had two pretty good trials and over some distance, so he should be here pretty fit. There's a few of his dangers in the race, like Wilmont Pass, Dual Fuel and Soams, who are going to get back in the field, and Imbibe's going to be closer to the speed, so he potentially gets his own way out in front, and he can probably run away with that race. Number six, Regal Vela was my next pick. I thought Regal Vela was pretty good first up. Um, she usually does her best work early into her prep, so I wouldn't be surprised to see her from barrier three put herself in a handy position, and then Wilmont Pass to close out. Um, slightly easier race this one than the one he contested at Bendigo last time so potentially with the dropping grade he finds his race here today but yeah imbibe for me I think if it's favouring leaders is going to be in that position so we get to the quaddy legs now these are the four races I want to just go into a little bit more detail on race six this is a 1400 metre BM70 put number seven 16 reasons on top for the Will Clarken and Nicky O'Shea team I was pretty impressed with her run last start at her last start win at Morfittville over the 1200 metres. I thought she did it with a bit in hand. I thought she did it reasonably easy. So the rise to the 1400 metres here today, I reckon, is a really good, suitable trip for her. I like in barrier four. I think it's going to give her a little sweet run in behind some speed, and she'll be in a very good position near the rail coming around. Um, so if we see the best of her. I think she'll probably shade most of this field in the form that she's going. I am a little bit wary of number eight, Aruga Mama. So Aruga Mama's third up today. We saw Aruga Mama do some pretty good work during the SA Carnival here last time at group enlisted level. I'm just waiting to follow Aruga Mama when I see her get to probably a 1600 metre trip. I think that's where she will do her best work, but I wouldn't be surprised to see her pop up now that she's fitter and third up. 
And then number six, tapping for pars, another one for me, second up, with a little bit of fitness on uh, his side's probably going to improve him. He's track and distance stats. He's had four runs over track and distance and one, two of those. So second up, up to a suitable trip for him, I think will improve him. But he's another one that I probably just want to see get out to another slightly further trip before diving into him or with a little bit more fitness. And that brings us to race seven now. So this is in my opinion, probably the best race of the day. It's a BM82 over the 1,000 metres. I think it's pretty open. Well, and you can see that from my quaddy when we get to it. I'm going to have seven horses in the quaddy. But I think there's one that I'm pretty keen to keep a very good eye on, and that's number four, Taunting. So Taunting looked like he was set to put the world on fire after his recent trial at Murray Bridge when he put him to the absolute sword. He resumed then in the listed Wiley Handicap And he was okay in that run, but he had to endure a pretty tough run out wide from a wide barrier. So I think you're inclined to forgive him for finishing sixth. It wasn't a bad sixth. He just had to do a lot of extra work. He's here second up now, and that's what I'm keen to see. So he's had three other second up runs in his career, and he's won all three of them. So he usually peaks around this time. I think he can peak today. Uh, He's drawn barrier five, so I'm not too worried about him getting caught out wide again. I think he'll get a better run. The only little knock I've got on him is the good track. So I think he'd start with probably a two in front of him if we were going around on a soft track. He's, he's only come second once from five starts on a good track. So that's a little query for me. That's why I've thrown a few more in the quaddy. But potentially, if he turns up like he did over this trial, you'd think he could blow some of these away. So in saying that, if you wanted to avoid him, I thought a horse like number two, keep reading. Uh, He's in super form. I thought he was a chance over in a race they nominated him for at Mooney Valley, but they scratched him from there and are keeping him here in South Australia, which suggests to me they think they're a better chance in this race. He's won two of his last three, so you know he'll probably go close. Um, Another one as well that I think is a threat is number eight, Sweetened. Gets in well at the weights. Sweeten was in some pretty good form back down near this 1,000 metres. I'm not sure she appreciated the 1,100 last time up in grade, but she'll only go around with 52.5 kilos on her back. So if they go pretty hard up front, it's really going to set her up nicely. She's just a small risk from barrier one. If she gets shuffled back and she sticks to the rails, I think she could be in trouble. But they're the three on top selections for me. But in saying that, I could make your cases for like number six, Caracasu, number five, Home Rule, and number three, Spanish Heirloom. Like I said, it's a pretty handy race for a BM82. So we get to race eight now. Um, For me, this is a race in two, but my best bet of the day is going to come in this race, and that's Number two, does it for Richard and Chantel Jolly. So does it, he usually takes a little while to get to his best form into his preps. I think he put the riding on the wall last start when he finished second um, here at Morfordville behind Monte Pulciano. He had a little bit of bad luck as he was coming into the straight um, and then he was held up slightly. Once he's gotten clear, he's hit the line really strong and he's wheeled off the fastest closing splits of that race quite easily. Um, and like I said, it was about a head, a very unlucky second. So he goes up in trip now. I think the way that he hit the line last time suggests he's going to appreciate it. So he's up from the 2050 last time to the 2250 here today. I think the extra 200 metres suits him. Uh, he went on a good three last time as well, and that didn't look any trouble to him. So I would suggest the track's probably going to be at that same sort of range by this part of the day. And I just think if he backs up like he did last start, uh, he'll be pretty hard to hold out. But number one disagreeable miss for mine is the biggest threat to him. 
She was fourth behind him in that same race last time, and she did hit the line probably as well as he did. Uh, She just doesn't really seem to run very well here at the Parks track, and that's the little query I've got on her. Uh, And then looking outside those, those two, like I said, I think it's a race between those two, but I could probably make a case for number five, Bellavado. He's been pretty consistent in his last few, so we'll shoot in her last few. So she might go pretty close if the race is run to suit her as a backmarker. And that brings us to the lucky last, race nine. On top in this race, I've gone with number five, Bolted In for Matt Sayers. Look, I thought uh, Bolted In was pretty good when resuming off a little let up last time. Uh, he ran third over the 1,050. He goes up to the 1,250 now, which I think suits him just that little bit better. He was an impressive winner over this track and trip last prep. Uh, and some of his form from his last prep was against some stronger horses like Stepati and Dubonenko. So to me, he looks a pretty progressive type. And I think with a little bit of extra fitness under his belt here today uh, and coming out of barrier two, it's going to really sort of help him improve. The major threat I thought to him was number 10, Lovely Looking. So Lovely Looking beat bolted in in the last start. She did hit the line really nicely, but I, I just sort of thought bolted in with that run under his belt, could probably improve enough to be able to handle her. And then closing the picks out in this race, I thought number four, base on fire, potentially could be a chance. He had a consistent record, last prep, a lot of placings, and finally did finish on a win. He'll go forwards. If the track is favouring the leaders, we'll know by today, and he'll potentially be leading them up and putting himself in the prime position. So given we rolled through those four races as better races, I think we'll do a summary of the quaddy straight up. So back to race six, uh, leg number one of the quaddy. I'm going to go with number five, Kiliako, number six, Tapin for par, number seven, 16, Reasons, and number eight, Aruga Mama. Race seven, leg number two. This is the one where you've hopefully got a fair bit of ink in your pen. We're going to include two, Keep Reading, Three, Spanish Heirloom. Four, Taunting. Five, Home Rule. Six, Caracasu. Eight, Sweetened. And nine, Wonder Woman. Uh, Race eight, just to save on that last leg, we're going to go one out in this leg. So number two does it. Uh, Then lucky last, race nine, leg number four, we're going to include number one, Outpost. Number four, Base on Fire. Number five, bolted in, and number 10, lovely looking. So for 100% of that quaddy, it's going to cost you $112. So let's quickly go around the grounds before we summarise back at the parks. Friday night, Group 1 racing at Mooney Valley. Long-time followers of Form Guy Breakdowns will know that the Valley is one of my favourite places to bet, and in particular the Friday night, so... This is round one for the nighttime racing season, so looking keenly towards it. Three best bets there. Race one, number 11, Bugnish for Will Clarkin, coming over from South Australia. I'm glad I've seen the confirmation that it's running at the Valley. I'll be interested to see if that garners a little bit more market support, but I thought she'd been really good in her last few runs over in South Australia. Um, particularly the two listed races where she placed in one of them. So I think this is slightly easier for her. Um, In Barrier 4 and Jamie Carter ride, I think it's a perfect setup for her. She can track the runners who have the extra speed and she can put herself in a very handy position from there. 
Next best bet comes in race two. I like number three, Brave Mead for the Ma Eustace team. He gets another dropping grade here today as well. I think he'll find this race easier than the last one where he ran in behind Stepati and Centify. He's got a good record here at the Valley. He won a listed race here last prep, uh, and he was third last time he was here. So expecting him to be an improver. I think he's only got sort of one real threat in that race. And that's the horse coincide, but I think Brave Mead gets a sweet run in behind that speed and should be strong late. And then next best, race four, number one, unflinching for Anthony and Sam Friedman. He absolutely loves these 55 second, 955 metre challenge races. He's had six starts over this track and trip. He's won five of those and was second in the other one. So he's had two really good trials leading into this. I think he's ready to go. He's drawn barrier one. He's got great early speed. He's just going to jump out of the barriers and ping forwards. And if it is a hot rail, you would expect him to be exceptionally hard to catch over that sprint trip. We've then got Mornington on Saturday. I've got two best bets at this stage at Mornington, and they're going to be race five, number two, Aravine for Tom Dabernick. I think up in trip to the 2,000 metres really suits her. She's had a win here at Mornington before, which I think is a positive, and Damien Lane's going to take the ride. That suits her. Um, he's flying. I think third up, she's got a great record as well. I'm expecting her to be able to improve to find a win. And then in the last, race eight, number three, Miss Galore. We backed Miss Galore at Geelong first up. Um, it was a pretty impressive run from her, and she's done some good things before. We've seen her at Morfittville. She was third in the Nitschke Stakes behind Cast and Royal Merchant, and Royal Merchant went on to win the Goodwood. So I think she's a progressive type, Miss Galore, and I think she can go on with it now. She, this is only a BM70, and I think she could potentially be, be black-type quality. And then the three best bets for the parks to finish us off. They're going to be race six, number seven, 16 reasons. Race eight, number two, does it, is the best of the day. And race nine, number five, bolted in. So there we go. Three different tracks, best bets for the weekend. As always, it's all where um, all of the details will be posted up at formguidebreakdowns.com. So you can find all that information up there if you need. Good luck this weekend to anyone whose teams are playing off in any grand finals and good luck to anyone who is having a bet. Um, If you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or someone you know is having trouble, you can call the gambling helpline on 1800 858 858 or you can look them up online at gamblinghelponline.org. Thanks again and I'll chat to you next week.